0: Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old-Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old-time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit ComicWeb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week our podcast features an episode of Ozzie and Harriet called Thorny's Gift, March 3rd Dilemma. It first aired on November 30th, 1951. The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. Presenting America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard.
1: And now let's see what's going on in the Nelson family. Well, it's Sunday morning as we visit the Nelson household at 1847 Rogers Road. Ozzie, Harriet, David, and Ricky are seated around the kitchen table. And they've just about finished breakfast. Oh.
2: oh, those hot cakes are great, Harriet.
3: Thanks, dear. Care for any more?
2: Oh, I couldn't eat another mouthful.
3: Sure was a swell meal, wasn't it, Pop? That
2: certainly was, David.
3: Nice day to out today, too.
2: Yes, beautiful.
4: Did you sleep well last night, Pop?
2: Yes, I did, David. It was a good meal, it's a nice day, and I slept fine. You can bring out your report card now.
4: David, I told you it wouldn't work Here's the report card, Pop hmm. David said it worked before on Pop, but I told him Pop learned
2: <laughs> yeah, English A Spelling A Geography A Say, this is all right Arithmetic A History B Well, that's a darn good report card, David
3: Thanks, Pop What'd you get, Ozzy?
2: All A's, except in history
3: Oh dear, and that's the subject you've been helping him with
5: <laughs>
3: we
2: got a B in history, that's not so bad
3: Here's Ricky's card, he did pretty well too, Daddy Except for this one right here
2: Hmm Well, unsatisfactory in courtesy How did that happen, Ricky?
3: I don't know, Pop Well, you must have done something discourteous, dear Don't you know what it was?
4: Mm, I don't know
2: Did you have any trouble with one of the other kids
4: at any time? Well, not exactly one day I tried to beat Marianne Mason to the cloakroom, and I tripped her and she fell down.
2: Mm-hmm. And you do know why you got unsatisfactory in courtesy?
3: <laughs> yes, sir. I guess I forgot to say excuse me. <laughs> but that isn't the point, Ricky. Do you think it was polite to trip a little girl? She was. She trips me lots of times. I know, dear. She can do it to you, but a man doesn't do things like that to a lady.
4: I don't think that's fair.
2: Neither do I, Ricky, but that's the way they've got it set up.
3: (laughs) Did the teacher say why you only got to be in history, David? Yeah, she said it's because I can't remember dates.
2: Can't remember dates?
3: No. Golly, how do they expect me to remember a lot of things that happened before I was born? (laughs) You're just like your father. He can't remember a lot of things that happened before you were born either.
5: (laughs) Have to remember
3: dates anyway.
2: Oh, it's good mental training. After you grow up, you'll need a good memory for dates.
3: Is that a good thing to have?
2: After you're married, it is.
3: <laughs> you see, David, Daddy wishes he'd learn to remember dates.
2: Okay, just because I happened to overlook our 10th anniversary.
3: Well, it wouldn't have been so bad if it hadn't been the 10th one you'd overlooked. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should
2: have reminded me like you do for the other occasion.
3: Can I go, Mother? Maybe it's something important. Yes, dear, go ahead. Anything more, Ozzy?
2: No, thanks. Not a thing.
3: Ricky, stop pouring your milk in David's oh. glass. Was it anything important, David? No,
6: it's
3: only Mr.
2: Thornberry. Oh, hi, Thorny. Good morning, everybody.
3: Hello, Thorny. Have a cup of coffee? No,
1: thanks, Harriet. I just finished a tremendous breakfast
3: glass of milk.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Ricky, but I think you better finish it yourself. I uh, just dropped in a moment to see about something, Oz. Well, uh-huh. if you
3: two want to talk, maybe you better go in the living room. I want to clear away the dishes.
1: Well, I can wait a few moments if you want to help. Thorny,
2: I wouldn't think of keeping you waiting. Come
1: on, let's go in here.
2: Ah, sit down and relax a while, Thorny. Thanks,
1: Oz. What's new? Well, for one thing, tomorrow's our wedding anniversary. Oh,
2: congratulations. How'd you remember?
1: Well, I must admit that my wife helped out with a few pretty broad hints.
2: Yeah, that always helps. Unfortunately, I seem to make a specialty of forgetting anniversaries and birthdays. What makes it worse is that Harriet always remembers them. Yeah,
1: that's an annoying thing about women. They never forget their wedding anniversary.
2: And a man invariably does forget. I wonder why that is.
1: Oh, it's simple, Oz. As a fisherman, do you remember the day you caught your first big fish? Why, yes. You think the fish remembers?
5: (laughs)
2: What you mean, Barney? Are you getting Catherine a gift? Yeah, that's what I came to see you about. Oh, well, I'm flat right now, but maybe I could get Harry to give me an advance on my allowance. Oh, no,
1: no, thanks, no, That's
5: <laughs> Listen
2: to that. I've, I've got the gift right here in my pocket. My
1: problem is to keep Catherine from finding it until tomorrow.
2: Oh, I see.
1: You know how curious women are. Uh-huh. Especially Catherine. If it's anywhere in the house, you'll find it.
2: Why don't you keep it right in your pocket?
1: Are you kidding? <laughs> i got to go to sleep sometimes. <laughs> Your wife must be pretty thorough. Thorough? She can put a bloodhound to shame. (laughs) Last year, I took her birthday present up to the attic, pushed two trunks aside, opened a closet that had been locked for two years, climbed up on a pile of newspapers, and hid the gift in the far corner of the closet under a pile of old books. Sounds pretty safe to me. I locked the closet door, pushed the trunks up against the door, locked the attic door, came downstairs, washed my hands, walked into the living room, and Catherine had her hat and coat on and was on her way downtown to exchange the gift. (laughs) I thought you'd go too far, Thorny. (laughs) Would you keep this gift here until tomorrow, Oz? Sure, I'd be glad to. Thanks, Oz. I gotta go now. See you later. Oh, uh,
5: Oz.
2: Yeah? Don't tell Harriet about this, will you? I want to keep it from Catherine. Oh, I won't if you don't want me to, Thorny. But she wouldn't tell.
1: Yeah, but don't tell her anyway, will you?
2: Well, okay. But believe me, Harriet isn't like other women. She just doesn't talk about things like this. Oh, she doesn't? No. Do you happen to have a patch
1: on those blue-striped shorts you're wearing that your mother sent you for Christmas? Well, yes, I do. Don't tell Harry about the present. <laughs>
5: Hi,
4: Pop.
2: Oh, hello, David.
4: Say, Pop, can me and Ricky get some ice cream after Sunday school if we... Hey, I'll bet that's my atomic ring. Did this package just come in the mail, Pop? Hmm?
2: What's that? Hey, hey, David, put that down. That doesn't belong to you.
4: I didn't even know you sent for one.
2: Sent for... No, no. Here, give me the package, Dave. That's a gift for somebody.
4: Oh. Who's it for, Pop?
2: I promised I wouldn't tell. It's a secret.
4: Golly, I wonder when my atomic ring is going to get you.
2: Hmm. I wonder what this is Thorny got for his wife. Sounds small and expensive. Say,
4: <laughs> hey, Pop, did you... What you got there, Pop?
2: Uh, it's a present.
4: Gee, where? Thanks, Pop. No, no. It... <laughs> it's not for you, Ricky. Isn't my birthday next week?
2: No, no, Ricky. Your birthday isn't until May.
4: Gee whiz, I never get birthdays.
2: You get as many birthdays as anybody else.
4: How many birthdays have I had, Pop? Six. And how many has David had?
2: Ten. See? (laughs) Ricky, when you're ten years old like David is now, you have had ten birthdays, too.
4: How many will David have had by then?
2: Uh, Let's drop it, Ricky. (laughs) Oh, well, it's a big secret. It's going to be a surprise. Now, aren't you going to be late for Sunday school?
4: Oh, no, I got lots of time. What are you doing with the present, Pop? I'm
2: putting it right up here on the mantel.
4: Why are you putting it up there, Pop? Uh, just so a certain little
2: boy doesn't go fooling around with it.
4: What little boy?
2: A little boy about six and a half years old with blonde hair and a butch haircut.
4: Is his first name Ricky?
2: I wouldn't be surprised.
4: Yep. Yeah, I guess you better put it up there on the mantel.
2: <laughs> Glad you agree with me. I'll be upstairs if anybody wants me, Ricky
4: why people always think they had to put stuff where I can't reach it. That's that's right. I can't reach it. Of course, Pop doesn't want me to reach it. But if I wanted to reach it, I could just pull that chair over.
3: (laughs) Sounds like something small. Ricky, what are you doing on that chair? And what's that you've got in your hand?
4: It's a present. What is it for? secret? Yeah. He's saving it for a surprise.
3: Well, then I'm sure Daddy doesn't want you fooling around with it. I guess not. Then don't you think you ought to put it back? Don't you ought to think you ought to climb off the chair? And put the chair back where it was?
5: See you later, Mom.
3: Hmm. Sounds small and expensive. Wonder what's in it.
5: Why don't you look?
3: Oh, no, that wouldn't be fair. Why wouldn't it? Well, just wouldn't, that's all. I'll bet if you left the package and Ozzy was here, he'd peek. He would not. He would too. Go ahead, take a look. No, I shouldn't. Oh, go on. Just one peek? No.
5: Go oh, ahead. Yes. Stop pushing.
3: No use being childish about it. Wonder what it can be. Golly, the string is loose. Looks like it'll come right off.
5: Yeah. Um,
3: golly, it came off.
5: <laughs> Poor
3: wrapping. I guess I'd better rewrap it. Well, here's a card. To my loving wife. In memory of March the 3rd. Say, Harriet, where's my tie? Well, uh, Harriet... Oh, Ozzie, you hm? shouldn't have done it, dear. I'm sorry I looked at the card, but I just couldn't resist. Oh, but Harriet, that's supposed
2: to... Uh, uh, that... I
3: never dreamed you'd remember March the 3rd.
2: Well, what... Uh, oh, oh yes, March the 3rd.
3: There I was, teasing you about not remembering anniversaries and birthdays and things, and all the while you had the surprise for March the 3rd.
2: March... The 3rd.
3: What's wrong, Ozzy?
2: March the... I I mean, well... (laughs) You thought
3: I'd forget. (laughs) frankly, I was sure you'd forgotten. Oh, darling,
2: how could I forget the anniversary of the day we... I mean, the day... uh, How could I forget March (laughs) 3rd? Well,
3: Ozzy, as long as I know you've got this, is it all right if I open it?
2: Uh, oh... Harriet, I think I'd better tell you... Uh, The the fact is it...
3: Ozzie, it's beautiful.
2: What is it? I mean, uh... (laughs) Oh,
3: this pin. Oh, this pin is lovely, dear. Leave it to you to do something like this.
2: Yeah, leave it to me.
3: You're the dearest, sweetest, most thoughtful... Uh, Harriet. Yes?
2: Harriet, there's... There's something I want to say to you. Yes, dear? Happy March 3rd. March the 3rd. Can't be our anniversary. That's in October. Can't be the day we became engaged. That was in the summer. Harriet's birthday is in July. My birthday is March 20th. Mm-hmm. Or is that Ricky's? No, that's... My... What happened March the 3rd? Hello, Miss Nelson. Oh, hello, March the 3rd. Uh, hello, <laughs> You'll have to excuse me if I don't stop. I'm in quite a hurry.
6: Would you mind if I walk with you, Mr. Nelson? I've got nothing to do.
2: Not at all, but this is as far as I go. I'm just stopping in here to see Mr. Thornberry.
6: Oh, oh, he isn't home, Mr. Nelson. I just saw him leave with his golf club.
2: Oh, for Pete's sake.
6: Anything wrong, Mr. Nelson?
2: Yes, as a matter of fact, I'm in a lot of trouble.
6: You're in trouble? Oh, how fascinating. <laughs> What's wrong, Mr. Nelson?
2: Well, Mr. Thornberry left his wife...
6: Mr. I left
5: his wife No, no, wait a minute No, no, <laughs> Vince,
2: please Mr. Thornberry left his wife's anniversary present at my house Mrs. Nelson found it, read the card To my wife in memory of March the 3rd And she thinks it's for me
6: Oh, my goodness
2: Amy Lou, how much does a gold pin about this big cost? How big? This big
6: $700
2: Holy smokes
6: oh, What are you going to do, Mr. Nelson? I
2: don't know Harriet was so crazy about the pin I didn't have the heart to tell her I didn't even remember March the 3rd
6: What's March 3rd?
2: I don't know that either I'm (laughs) racking my brain trying to remember
6: Your anniversary?
2: October the 8th, I checked
6: Harriet's birthday?
2: July 18th, I checked that too
6: Oh, goodness, Mr. Nelson March 3rd must be something important in your life Think.
2: I've been thinking all morning First day I met her, January 9th The first time I kissed her 7 o'clock, January
5: 10th (laughs)
2: Uh, One year later
5: Why don't you
6: just tell her the truth Mr. Nelson That it's Mr. Thornberry's gift And you don't remember What March 3rd stands for
2: Oh, I I don't Tell her you'll
6: get her another one Tell her it was a horrible mistake Oh, I I don't know Tell her everything She'll understand She'll forgive you When a woman loves a man She has a great capacity For forgiveness So I'm sure Mrs. Nelson Will forgive you
2: I suppose so And after
6: you've told her everything Look into her eyes Look at the expression on her face Nothing is so beautiful as the expression in a woman's eyes When she forgives her husband for being adult I
2: wish I could be so sure about this as you are
6: Oh, you can't be, Mr. Nelson People should be absolutely honest with each other Oh, well,
5: yes, I know And
6: it worked. One of my girlfriends had a boyfriend And they had a similar misunderstanding about a valentine And I gave her the same advice I'm giving you And did it work? Did it work? Jeepers, you ought to see my new boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: Emmy, that just proves your advice is not too good. But but it just goes to show what the power of suggestion can do. The power of suggestion? Hey, maybe that's an idea. It is? Yeah, maybe I could go to Harriet and sort of suggest that the pin doesn't look good on her. Or talk about a better one I'd seen someplace. Of
6: course. And, and get it back from her and get her another? Yeah. Oh, that sounds simply super. Thanks,
2: Emmy. I'll go in and try it out right now.
6: Good luck, Mr. Nelson. I hope it all turns out just hyper.
2: Hyper? What's that?
6: Oh, hyper's even more duper than super. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ozzy,
3: what is it? Is something wrong? No, I... I was just looking at your
2: pen, dear, the new gold pen. Oh,
3: I can't take my eyes off of it either. It's so becoming.
2: Oh, do you really think so?
3: But yet, don't you? Frankly, dear, now that I see it
2: on you, I really don't think it's your type at all. Why not? Well, it... it, uh, it clashes. With what? I don't know. It just clashes in general. <laughs> well, I think it's beautiful. I wish you'd let me exchange it for something more, uh, different...
3: Well, Ozzy, I love this pin. Why should you exchange it? Well, I thought maybe
2: it's uh, uh, the wrong size or something. Wrong size? Or or the wrong color. I read in a book once where all the colors you wear should blend. And if you're wearing any jewelry, like a gold pin, for instance, it ought to match everything else. Well, darling, a gold pin matches anything. Then I read in another book...
3: (laughs) That
2: colors should be in contrast Look,
3: it's the most beautiful pin I've ever seen And besides, you picked it out all by yourself So I wouldn't exchange it for the world
2: Well, that's very sweet of you, dear
3: Harriet, you know, I
2: was just thinking about March the 3rd Will you ever forget March the 3rd? No, dear Yes, sir Good old March the 3rd (laughs) Hi, Harriet Uh Uh-huh Oh, March the 3rd What that day meant to us, huh, dear?
3: Uh-huh
2: March the 3rd What do you think of when you think of March the 3rd, Harriet?
3: Well, I think of how wonderful and glorious it was What do you think of, Ozzy?
2: Same
5: <laughs> Harriet,
3: let's
2: reminisce about March the 3rd Oh, that's
3: silly, really Ozzie awesome.
2: No, no, it'll be great fun You tell me what you did that day, and then I'll tell you what I did. You start.
3: Well, right after I got up, I heard the phone ring. Yes. I answered the phone, and it was you. Yes. Now it's your turn, Ozzie. (laughs) Uh, uh, I just remembered. I've
2: got to go see Thornberry. It's uh, very important. But, Ozzie, Uh, I'll be back soon, Harriet.
5: Ah.
3: Hello,
2: Thorny. What are you doing here in front of my house? Waiting for you. I've been waiting for hours.
1: Oh, I was out playing golf, and then the boys and I got to chewing the fat in the locker room.
2: I didn't know you were waiting for me. Well, I don't mind your playing golf, but hanging around the locker room when I'm sitting here waiting for you, never knowing when you're going to get home. I'm sorry, dear. I mean, I... Oz, yes, what's wrong? Well, about that gold pin you left at my house... Oh,
1: I don't need it until tomorrow, Oz. That's why I left it at your house, because I knew it would be safe and nobody would be fooling with... So, wait a minute. How did you know it was a gold pin?
5: Uh, Garnie,
2: do you want to sell that pin?
1: Oh, gosh, Ozzy. I don't think it'd look good on you. No. <laughs>
2: Garnie, listen. I'm in a lot of trouble. Harriet happened to open the package, and she thinks it's a present from me.
1: Well, for Pete's sake.
2: If only instead of writing to my loving wife, you'd have put down a name, I wouldn't be in this jam. I'm
1: sorry, Oz. I've only got one wife, and I didn't think there'd be any confusion.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Seems that
2: March the 3rd is some sort of anniversary between Harriet and me, and she just assumed that I'd bought the gift for her as a remembrance. Say, that's
1: quite a mix-up.
2: Worst part is, she's crazy about the pin, and I haven't the heart to take it away from her. Of course not. I haven't the tact, either. Well, you know, this doesn't seem too serious. I knew you'd take it this way, Thorny. You're solid. Oh, uh-huh. No, no, wait. W- uh, would you mind getting your wife another pin and letting me buy this one from you? I think that can be arranged. Uh, I'll, I'll pay you for it, anything. I'll write you out a check this very minute. it be pretty steep, but it serves me right. Get this checkbook out. Yeah. Now, give me the bad news, Thorny. Gracious yourself, Oz. this may be quite a shock. Uh, it's okay, I deserve it. How much was the pin?
1: I have a better idea, Oz. Why don't you just take a little out of your allowance every week and pay me back on the installment plan? In that way, Harriet won't have to know about it. Barney, you're a swell guy. It's a pleasure, Oz. How much did it cost? A dollar (laughs) and (laughs) eighty-five cents.
2: This is... This is silly, but you know, it sounds like you said a dollar (laughs) eighty-five cents. That's what I did say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I'd have to pay for it out of my allowance for months and months Dollar <laughs> eighty-five. I can pay for that in two weeks
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: And Harriet thinks Say, Thorny, that's a pretty cheap gift to give your wife <laughs> Will you stop pulling me up and down like a (laughs) yo-yo? You see, Thorny, Harriet means a lot more to me than that. But, Oz, this pin is just a gag.
1: On our first anniversary, we were broke. So I blew a couple of bucks on a little piece of costume jewelry. And every year since then, I've gotten Catherine some little novelty or gadget for sentimental reasons.
2: Oh, then that's not all you're giving it. Of course not.
1: The pin is part of the tradition. And part of the joke is
2: hiding it from. Oh. There. You feel much better now, don't you? No, I feel much worse. Well, why? Well, don't you see? Harriet thinks the pin is very valuable. And what's worse, I can't for the life of me remember what it is we celebrate on March the 3rd. There's only one way to handle this. I've got to work it out coolly, calmly, and logically. I'll be seeing you, Thorny. Hey, where are you going? Where do you think? I'm going right home and straighten the whole thing out. Not that way, you're not. Why not? Because your house is this way. Oh, yes, that's right. I'm so mixed up at this point, I don't know my own name. It's hey, Thorny. Well, so long, odds.
5: Thorny, cut that out! Though.
2: Yeah, here I am.
3: You've been popping in and out of the house all day. I haven't been able to find you. Here. What's this? Read the card.
2: To my darling husband, in memory of March the 3rd. Oh, Harriet, you shouldn't have done it. Open it. Oh, it's a box of cigars.
3: The same kind I gave you for Christmas.
2: Oh, Harriet, you shouldn't have done it.
3: Well, those cigars went so fast I thought it'd be a nice present to give you again
2: Well, they went fast Because I was giving the mailman one every morning
3: <laughs> Well, you can
5: continue giving him for me
2: No, I can't He had himself transferred
5: <laughs>
3: First, darling, this is nothing to the gift you gave me That beautiful gold pin Harriet,
2: that beautiful pin Where is it?
3: Oh, I wouldn't wear it until I had it insured. Oh <laughs> before I have it insured, I have to have it appraised.
2: Before you have it appraised, I'd better have myself insured.
3: <laughs> what do you mean?
2: Harriet, I want to talk to you about the cost of that pen.
3: Oh, Ozzy, the price isn't important. It's the sentiment that counts. What difference does it make whether you spend five hundred dollars for it or three hundred or two hundred?
2: What about a dollar <laughs>
3: What about eighty-five?
2: That's what the pin cost
3: <laughs> Oh, Ozzy $1.85, that's a big laugh
2: <laughs> Good, I could use a big laugh, right? <laughs>
3: Ozzy, do you mean that pin actually cost only $1.85? Yeah
2: But don't forget the sentiment behind it,
3: dear Well, it still costs more than that box of cigars oh. <laughs>
5: Ozzy,
3: as long as you've been so honest with me I have a confession to make to you, too What's that? You promise you won't get angry?
2: Well, no, of course not.
3: Well, then tell me, why are we celebrating March the 3rd?
5: (laughs) You
2: mean, you don't know? I've
3: been trying to remember all day.
2: Just for that, you have to smoke half of these
5: cigars.
3: (laughs) No, what does March the 3rd stand for, dear? Harriet,
2: from now on, always remember this March 3rd is the anniversary of one of the silliest things that ever happened to you.
3: Oh, no, dear. Your birthday is March 20th.
0: <laughs> the Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring Ozzie Nelson and his wife Harriet, born Peggy Lou Snyder, was first aired in 1944. Band leader Ozzie and singer Harriet had become regulars on the Red Skelton Show, When Skelton was drafted in 1944, the two were given their own comedy series. Each episode revolved around the idyllic home life of Ozzie and Harriet, who were America's favorite young couple. It was the classic sitcom mom and dad of the 1950s. The wacky situations in which they became embroiled were inevitably precipitated by Ozzie and generally resolved by Harriet, and hilarity ensued. The show's characters included the couple's two young sons, David and Ricky, who were originally played by actors. When they grew older, Nelson allowed their boys to play themselves. The cast also included Lorreen Tuttle, who was dubbed the First Lady of Radio, as she appeared on a variety of radio programs, including Rogue's Gallery, The Red Skelton Show, and as Sam Spade's Girl Friday. John Brown, B. Bennett Duret, who also voiced Bugs Bunny and Mr. McGooth, the cartoons in the 40s and 50s, and Janet Waldo, who has voiced dozens of cartoons from the late 60s up to 2000. The comedy hit Left Radio to become an equally popular television situation comedy that ran from 1952 to 1966. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.